G'day and welcome to Bummers on the Bench. My name's Jacko. I have Andy and Joshy with me. How are you boys? What's going on, Jack? How you going, man? I'm good. I'm tired. It's Friday. I want a drink. But I'm here. That's fair. We should have bought beers tonight. Andy, how are you? I'm tired. Exhausted. I had a couple beers at the pub before this. It was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> you messaged us. No, 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 no. Like, not just then, but for lunch. All oh, right, Because I was going to say, you messaged me like, boys, I'm going to be 20 minutes late. Yeah, going to the pub. Smashing fucking beers. Actually, to be fair. You don't drink beer. No, I don't. I was, it was CC. But uh, if, if we're really wrapping myself out here, I did go straight from the pub to leave work then to come here. So, yeah, the reason why I was late is because I was at the pub. It's fair forgivable. Enough. I can forgive that. It's... I wouldn't forgive you staying back at work. No, also, never. had steaks. I mean, I can't really <laughs> pass that up. I got shouted a meal. How, how could anyone want to say no to that? You can't say no to that. I agree. I 100% agree. So, Josh is feeling good. Andy and I are feeling like we do on our other show, which is old and jaded. Yes. Because we are old and jaded. None of us watched a huge amount of sport this week, but we have still plenty to talk about. Oh, I mean, we never have anything not to talk about. I can't <laughs> this is the last time I've heard you shut up. Actually, I had a meeting today at work where I was supporting someone in the meeting and the person running the meeting even said to me, they go, you talk too much. Do you know that? And I went, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I also went, don't interrupt me. I'm not finished. And I kept telling her other things. The meeting was for half an hour. At the hour 15 minute mark, I left to come here. That's fair. I, I was like, anyway, I've said everything I wanted to say. I'll see you guys later. And she's like, okay, well, we should probably get started then. And <laughs> left me alone. Shall we start with some of the American sports? Because there was a little bit going on in America recently. We had the Super Bowl. There's some NBA stuff. Yep. And that's about it. That's all that's happening in America. Oh, and a train crashed, and it's real bad. Oh, and there's what? probably some baseball or something else going on there, but we just don't watch that shit. I'm pretty sure baseball's not on the moment. So, NBA. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Andy. So anyway, so yesterday was a really, I don't want to say interesting, but it was controversial. So, going into halftime against the Nuggets and the Mavericks... Luka Dontich, the hero that he is, throws up a three, makes it on the buzzer beater. Everyone's like, yeah, Luka, you know, cheering on. Turns out during halftime, he had the slightest bit of his heel on the outline. So they come back from halftime and they actually have to play the last two seconds of the quarter because they didn't count. And the team they were playing, the Nuggets, they've inbounded the ball. The guy has got his thrown a hero ball and made the three from past half court. So they ended up winning that game 99-98. It was insane. I can understand why that's controversial. I have a couple of questions before I make my opinion on this. Okay. So the first question is, the rule for being out in basketball, the line is out? Yes. Okay. So And the slightest bit of his, it was only the slightest bit, but it was on the line when he right. made the jump, which is out. Right. So he was officially Technically out. Technically, it was out, but you could probably argue. You could yeah. argue. Okay, cool. And then they've come back. So they've gone to halftime. During the halftime break, it's been discovered it was an out ball. So they've come back from halftime, and the ref's like, yo, you've actually got to inbound the ball from here because he actually went out. It was out of bounds sort of thing. They passed the ball in. The guys just hero-balled it down the court to try and just see what happens because there's only two seconds on the clock. And he's made it. He's made a three-point from past halfway. Right. And that's put them in front, and they've then gone on to win. They've the gone rest on of to win by one point. Right. Okay. Cool. But there were still two quarters played. There was still like the, the second half was played. Right. Gotcha. Gotcha. Makes sense. So, I mean, we're the biggest fans of a sport. Our two sports that you and I both really love, mm. where the rules don't always apply, and you can watch something wrong, and it's never adjusted. 
Yeah. So that's the sports we enjoy. Yes. I don't know if I like them following the rules properly better after hearing this, though. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It was just so weird because the players are coming out. They're getting ready for the, the second half to begin. The ref's like, no, he stepped out. You just need to play at the end of the second half again. It's just weird that they replay it. Like most yeah. other sports are just like, okay, it was a mistake. Let's move on. Or, okay, it was a mistake. Take the two points off them. Yeah, but it happens on. all the time. Like if you're taking, you make a three and the refs call it three, but they go back and replay it and you've got the slightest bit over the three point line, it's two. And they'll take that point away from you. And the announcers announce that, yeah, that, that's a two now. I mean, credit to a sport for actually following the rules properly. But again, it does kind of take away from the spectacle a little bit, doesn't it? A little bit, but I kind of think that because they've taken such a hard line on it, it's, you know, it's one of those things, no matter what, it's going to be like, it's almost a complete fairness to the point where it's expected. Okay, I get that. But also the NBA's refs are some of the worst refereeing I've ever seen, coming from a Bulls fan, because we always get gypped. I mean, do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Because we know this man's opinion on referees in general. I think he's very valid. What do you mean? I've never once heard <laughs> him ever discredit a ref in a derogatory way that wasn't legitimate. Well, see, that was interesting because what I was going to go on to say is I've never heard Andy once not call for a referee's head, even when they've done everything right. Have you ever heard him giving a rep ref a compliment before? Never. No, no I can't say either. They do a hard job. But <laughs> most of the time they get it wrong. <laughs> God fucking damn. <laughs> this like man. the most backhanded compliment I've seen. Yeah, you've done a great job. In fact, the only fucked up. The only referees that this dickhead likes are wrestling ones. And that's because they don't do anything. No, they, they just don't. <laughs> they get hit in the head and they fall down for ten minutes. Slightest hit. It's great. <laughs> and then you get to use weapons and shit. It's like the it's a win win. I once heard someone describe the world of professional wrestling to me as it's it's like watching two footy teams play but they don't care about winning. They care about putting on a good show. And that got me reinterested about wrestling as an adult for the first time in years. Because like everyone goes through that stage when they're a kid. We're all men. We grew up watching WWE. Yeah. Five-star frog splash, baby. Let's Dude, go. Dude, sweet chin music. Stone Cold Stunners. Yeah, the people's elbow. Like, <laughs> these are fundamental core memories to our upbringing. Like, I don't know a single bloke that I speak to regularly who doesn't go, yeah, man, WWE's sick. Like... Kane and The Undertaker were fundamental father figures for both of us. Dude, Survivor <laughs> Series having one of the coolest niches ever of the Buried Alive matches. Yep. Like, how can you not go, this is just the fucking sickest thing to watch as a 10-year-old? I know, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> but nowadays, you, if you look at it under the perspective of, oh, this is just like Game of Thrones, but better. Okay, <laughs> you, don't, you don't think of it as a sporting contest. You just think of it as a show about a wrestling show. Hot topic. Do you think... The kids of America and the millennials are gay because of wrestling. No. Have ho has homoerotica of watching sweaty, naked, half-naked men rub up on each other decided that America is now gay? No. Because we grew up watching big, meaty men slapping meat and we didn't turn gay. No, it just made Beefy us violent. Uh, my professional opinion is no, and it was really good having you on the show. <laughs> I guess uh, we'll see you later, man. Um, but that's not talking about wrestling. Look, referees don't have an easy job. Speaking of referees and American sports, the Super Bowl happened. Oh. It's always an interesting time of year when the Super Bowl comes around because I know three people. And that's all the people I know in real life. But 
three people that I do actually interact with are regular NFL watchers. So 100% of everyone you know watches NFL. So in your opinion, every Everybody, single person. Well, in America's opinion, every person watches it too. But I actually, I only know three people who follow the sport regularly. Yeah. I watch the Super Bowl mm-hmm. mainly because I can take a day of leave and watch the Super Bowl. It's fantastic. And I know a lot of Aussies do that. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to take some leave on this day. It's a perfect way to break up the start of the year. Yeah. I watch the Super Bowl. I have a very basic understanding of the NFL. Okay. So here's my take on the game. That was bloody exciting. I am an Eagles fan. When I had Madden like 15, I got drafted to the Eagles. And ever since then, I've just set up going for the Eagles. That's bought me one Super Bowl. Go Birds. Go Birds. But as a casual viewer, the game was very exciting. First half was awesome. We were going to win it hands down. Second half, KC was incredible. They fought it right to the back until there was a penalty call at the end. I was fine with it because I don't know how their penalties work. Somebody threw something on the field and the game had to stop. Turns out when there's a penalty, referees throw a flag on the ground in the sport. Actually? Yeah, yeah a yellow flag gets thrown on the field at the spot of the foul. Huh. So so you, and then and the play will finish, and if there's a flag on the field, you hear the whistles, and they'll be waving their hands, the yo, yo, yo. Referees will then confer, because there's like four or five referees there, and then the lead referee will come out and announce what the penalty's for. And I know where you're going with this, because that Super Bowl was a classic until that call. It was awesome. Like, NFL's a boring sport. It's the best highlight sport on the planet. This was a very exciting game for the 17 hours they played it for. It was just unfortunate that it was ruined with this very, very soft call. So what was the call? So the, the call the call was given because the Philadelphia player grabbed around the waist very lightly of the person who caught the ball. The, re- the reason they called a p- penalty, it's a holding holding penalty. You get fi- march five da- yards down the field, and if you're in the red zone or in the, the final 10, you just reset it down on the one-yard line. The reason it was soft is because nine times out of 10, a holding like penalty like that will not get called. No, unless they're like wrapped up someone's jumper in their fist and they're like dragging. But unless it's pretty obvious, it never gets called. And this one was so light and so soft. And it caused the Super Bowl to basically be over because Philly had what one timeout left. Yep. Um they needed a field goal essentially. Yeah, they basically needed to march down the field and score a field goal. And it just ruined ruined what would have been a classic Super Bowl in my book. Because it was just such an anticlimactic ending with the Chiefs just they ran to the one yard line and slid down. They didn't score the touchdown. They just slid in, ran the clock right down to seven seconds and then gave them the ball back. Which is unfortunate because it was a really it was really an intense good game. game and realistically Philly lost it in the fourth quarter. Yes. Because for the first three quarters, Philly kept the ball out of Mahomes' hands. Pretty much. I remember that like NFL they have so many analysts. And did you notice on the broadcast, they literally had an analyst specifically for Australia and New yes. Zealand. They had a dude who would come on to give like updates and things. He's like, G'day, Australia, New Zealand. How you all going? I hope you're enjoying it. They had country-specific analysts to speak on the broadcast to the country they were showing it in. Is that because they were doing like different languages for the broadcasts as many as they no, were? So we, so we got the ESPN coverage in Australia, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Yep. And what they would do is coming out of a break when the, there was pro- must have still been ads or they were talking to the American-specific analyst, they went to this sideline to this other American who was specifically talking to Australians and New Zealanders and thanking them for watching this massive spectacle, updating the game, how he's seen it through his eyes and stuff. It was really kind of cool. He had 
so much gel in his hair, man. I reckon you could have cracked an egg on it. Oh, easily. It's the first thing I picked up, and I was like, that dude's hair is a brick. And the other interesting thing I noticed is that the commentary knew they were broadcasting to Australia because in America, McDonald's is McDonald's. That's what it's called. But over here, we call it Macca's. A few times, they referred to it Macca's, and you could tell he wasn't used to pronouncing it that way. Oh, definitely. Because he went, Macca's. <laughs> Brought to you by Macca's. <laughs> right. They say Mackies in the UK. Mickey D's, yeah, Mickey's. That, like, I don't get it. What the fuck? Mackies. It's so it's much Mackies. easier. Australians have the easiest way of speaking. How do you think about the Senate during halftime? Okay. Or was it Super Smash Bros? Who knows? Look, it's not the best halftime performance that has ever been done. No, that was last year's. Hands down, it was last year's Super. Who played last year? Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, 50 Cent's. Um, Eminem. Uh, no, Eminem wasn't there. Was he? No. I don't know. I'm, talk- I'm back on my own bullshit making stuff up again. No, it was like all the West Coast rappers last year. Yeah, it was really cool. They had like a house set up and each of them performed in a different area of the house. Yep. That's correct, right? Yes. I'm going to go out on a limb and say something very controversial. My favorite Super Bowl halftime show was actually Coldplay's. And it has nothing to do with Coldplay because Coldplay bought Beyonce and Bruno Mars. And Bruno Mars and Beyonce stole the show. <laughs> they, that Their one was fantastic. At one point, they even went over to Coldplay and were like, why don't you come in and sing with us? Because we're kind of killing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked so out of place doing it. I know you didn't love it. I hated it. I muted it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a sucker for Rihanna. So yeah, same. Yeah, but she didn't sing. She didn't sing. She lip synced the whole thing. Don't care. And here's why yeah. I don't care. If I'm paying money to go to a show, I expect them to perform for me. This cost us nothing. In my mind, the Super Bowl is more about a spectacle than it is about a music performance. So you know what? If you limp sync, you lip sync, but whatever. Like, it's still technically a performance. She's going out there. She's got the choreography. They, they, they bringing it across. They paid what? They, Are they paid? The, the people who paid to go to the show, they paid not only to see the Super Bowl, but it was advertised Rihanna was performing the Super Bowl halftime show. It's Bad not point. like it's not like in Australia when you go Wait. to the grand final and all of a sudden, fucking what was his name? The guy who did horses. They were Darryl 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 Walks out of the damn tunnel singing horses to the crowd at halftime because that was sick too. It was <laughs> unexpected. Well, I mean, to be fair, we're going to get you in technicality here. What? You said they paid to see her perform, not to see her sing. Yeah, okay, so her <laughs> job as a singer <laughs> to perform means she has to sing. I think she's actually classified as a performer too, though. I'm I, sorry, I'm sorry. He's I'm classified as heavily <laughs> pregnant. Yeah, and she looked good too, man. Ran as a babe. She looked like he, fucking the Senate. Yeah, look, the outfits were cool. Here's my two big takeaways. They were all flying through the air, which in my mind, brave as hell, because there's no way I'm getting up on a floating platform and dancing in a crop top, ever. The other thing to take away from it is I think the world forgot how many absolute bangers Rihanna had because that was hit after hit. Shit slapped. Wouldn't know I hit mute. <laughs> you missed out, bro. I really I didn't. I, I really missed out. I, I could have just gone to Spotify and hit play and I could have heard the same shit. Hell yeah, yeah. They're pop stars, bro. <laughs> they're all the same. And Kendrick was there last year and Kendrick fucking sang. Yeah, but Kendrick's, Kendrick's a god. Yeah, like that's <laughs> Kendrick. Is different. He's on another level. Rappers normally do that, but most of the time they have a heavy backing track. Anyone else want to talk about American sports or are we done with the US for now? I got nothing. I can't think of anything else. Yeah, and I don't care that much about American sports. I like yeah. the hockey, but I haven't been watching it. Has it been on? 
Yeah, it's been on. It's yeah. on about this time of year. I do enjoy watching the NHL though. Ah, it's, it's good. Just, it's just a great spectacle to watch. It look it's fantastic. Any sport that you your Fight punishment for night. fighting is you have to sit down for five minutes, and then if you fight someone again, you have to sit down for five minutes, and then if you do it again, you're kicked out. Is fantastic. Like fighting in sport is controversial. I mean, in Australia, we've seen harsh, harsh punishments. So much, in fact, that now most of what happens is whenever people want to fight playing footy, they book a boxing match at the end of the year and they do an NRL card. I think we should trial in Australian sports the sin bin for five minutes. Like, it has to be done safely. So, Jack. Yes. What you're telling me is bring back the biff. Bring back the biff. He wants the biff. Every Johns would be proud. Everybody (laughs) wants the biff. And if you're out there saying like, oh, no, but, you know, fighting's not good. You're right. But fuck me, it's fun. It's fun to watch. Bloodless, baby. Let's fucking It's go. so good. Let let him bang. You know what? Be, <laughs> let him lot, bang! There would be a lot less fucking back chat on the fields if you were allowed to smack a bitch. Oh, absolutely. Every tiny-ass winger would shut the fuck up for 80 minutes because if he knew the prop was going to snap him in half, Latrell wouldn't be fucking doing what he does half the time. Yeah, no, nah, he'd get drilled. Walker would get destroyed. <laughs> Cody Walker. I Walker would be in a that coma. Man would be the first one to go down. Do you remember last year when it was at Lockie Lewis walking to the sheds at halftime, threw him on the ground? I think it was a few years ago because Lockie Lewis isn't signed for a team anymore because he tried to knock that boom box off during COVID. Same same year as that. Okay, so it was like two years ago. Two years ago then. Yeah, no, I gained respect for Lockie Lewis when he dragged him to the ground. However, dragged him to the ground. Like, judo throw. Like, yeah. And like, like flipped him and put him on the ground. Wait, what did he do to deserve it? Right. So, here's what he did. Because they asked Cody Walker, he's like, what did you say? And <laughs> he went along the lines, something along the lines of like, go back to reserve grade your dog. <laughs> Which is brilliant. And then Lockie Lewis just snapped and threw him on the ground. I mean, I'd say Walker had the last laugh because as Randy just said, he yeah. doesn't have, he's not signed with that. Yeah, he but, but he tried to knock off a boombox on eBay that the, the, the NRL like gave to the dogs. Like he did something really stupid to lose his contract. They gave them all Bluetooth speakers That's when they right. had to go up into the bubble in Queensland and play. And then like a week later, Lockie Lewis was like signed speaker by Lockie Lewis, and it was the same speaker all the players got <laughs> on eBay. Like dumb as dumb as Brooks. Was it a bargain or? Oh, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, it's signed by Lockie Lewis, so it's probably decreased in value from the store price. This has nothing to do with sport whatsoever, but speaking of things that end up being sold online, you guys are familiar with the lightly shat on office chair meme, right? No. No. Okay. You'll enjoy this. On Facebook, a meme got posted of a blue office chair, the standard blue office chair that everyone had at home. Yep. That the seat of it was essentially covered in shit, and it was being sold... As the lightly shat on office chair. I want you to tell me what city it was listed in. Okay, wait. Major city or regional city? Bit of both. Dapto. Wagga. Wollongong. (laughs) It was us. (laughs) Someone did it here. No fucking way. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Look, you guys talk about something. I will show you the lightly shat on office chair. Slightly used. Slightly used. I mean, like... How much was he trying to sell it for? Better be 80 bucks, I think. 80 bucks? <laughs> Fuck me. What's his shit made of gold? 
You know the best part is it's in my recent searches. <laughs> it's right here. I Google it all the Jack's time. Buy it. It's gonna <laughs> no, be Jack has it. It's been bought by Jack. Seventy-five dollars is what it'll look like. I have seen that, and I've Ooh. seen someone say that looks like Mary, and now they're gonna claim it's a holy religious <laughs> icon. Now it's one hundred and twenty dollars. Are they gonna get it blessed by the church though? It's been blessed by his pants already. <laughs> it's been blessed, all right. It's like a liter of shit listed in Wollongong, New South Wales. How how long ago? Oh, years. Two or three years ago. That's gold. Maybe. Is he side himself for sale? No. Damn it. No, that's a collector's item, baby. It's sold. Um, what were we talking about? Shit. What Sorry. about before that? What was our point? Um, we're talking about fighting in oh, sports. Oh, no, selling well, shit because of what's his face. Oh, yeah, because of Lucky Lewis. Well, let's just move on to fighting in sports because there was a fight over the weekend. How'd the fight go, boys? Tell me all about it. Well, Andy didn't watch it either. What do you mean you didn't watch it? I was it? at fucking work. Jack's on you, buddy. We need Jack's comedy hour over here. It was on me. I have an interesting story to tell, and I'm not making this up. I woke up on Sunday, and I turned my phone off because I didn't want you to message me about going to the pub because I wasn't going. Because it's weekend, and I don't do anything on the weekends. I'm a recluse. My housemate came downstairs, and she said, do you like the fights? And I went, yeah, I'm a man. I love the fights. And she goes, oh, cool. I think one of my friends is fighting today. And I instantly assumed it would be like some bloke on like the undercard. And I went, who's your friend's name? She goes, Alexander Volkanovsky. And I went, do you want to marry me? And she said, no, you're gross. No, she didn't say that. She laughed, which honestly said the same thing with just less words. And then she goes, cool, I'm buying the pay-per-view. You can come watch it with me if you want. And I went, yeah, I do want to. I went and watched it. I didn't watch the prelims. We watched the main card. Who watches the prelims? I normally do because they're free on KO and I don't can't afford the pay-per-views for anything. So I watch a lot of prelims. So I know people who are about to blow up, pretty much. It was fantastic. It was over in Perth. It's been years since the UFC has been here. First of all, shout out to the Perth crowd. It was insane. So much so that the commentators were yelling and you couldn't hear them over the mics at some yeah, points. However, then some person on Reddit is like, yeah, because the Australians don't know how to sound tech. Fuck off. We know what we're doing. Yeah, which is really loud. <laughs> also that, we really loud. There was an Aussie in every fight but one. Good. So Did the they first all fight- win except one? Yeah. Rough. Yeah. Um, but we'll get to that. I want to talk about a couple of young guys. Jimmy Crute won in a draw. Oh, it was a draw, so he didn't win. Rude. However, his opponent got a point taken off him for grabbing the cage. And like, it wasn't you know how, how many wins? Wait, why Why does grabbing the cage... So you are not allowed to use your fingers or toes to grab the cage for support. Essentially what was happening, one of them was a grappler. The Aussie was a grappler, Jimmy Crew, And he was going to do a takedown. And as he swung the takedown, the fighters reached out and grabbed the cage and didn't go down. So the referee instantly went, stop the fight, that's a point. Normally you see a warning or two. The referee went, you prevented a takedown. You lose a point. Ended in a draw. So what I was going to say is he was going to lose if the guy didn't do the wrong thing. Okay. Um, but then you think about the knock-on effect of that advantage taken, like with the takedown, yep. he could have continued the momentum. Yeah, had to reset position. Yeah. Exactly. So that was a little bit disappointing how the crowd was really supportive. Look, maybe don't give that man a microphone again. I'm just saying. Yeah, why? Just kind of like, he was like a party boy. Who'd just been punched in the head for 15 minutes? It wasn't great. He was like, Yeah, that's what I'm like. Woo! And you're like, Okay, bro, that's enough of the interview. <laughs> it was a draw. Next fight, though, 
Heavyweights. And if you don't watch the fighting, stop what you're doing and watch heavyweights. Here's why I like heavyweight fighting. It's always over in about a minute. They, they walk around. If, if they don't knock each other out, the next two rounds suck because they're, they're big boys and they, they've got no stamina. They just breathe on each other and sweat. However, we had Justin Taffer. He's a brizzy boy. He's called the bad man. I will tell you the fight in two sentences. They walked around for 45 seconds. One, the opposition member took a step forward and he punched him in the face and knocked him out cold. The fight was over. Just good, over a minute. Good fight. Yep. Because I said to my roommate, I was like, oh, you don't watch the fights often. Do you know much about heavyweight? She goes, no. I was like, it's awesome. We'll watch nothing happen for 40 seconds. Then one of them will wake up on the ground. It's exactly what happened. It was fan-fucking-tastic. Like clean jaw, just straight yep. out? Yep. Bang. On the ground. Woke up. On a stool. Classic. Classic. Then they cut in the crowd to Bam Bam, who proceeded to rip off his shoe with the uninspired empl- unemployed. They're from Kiama. Yes. And do shoeies on the broadcast. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> he's not so, even fighting, he's dropping a shoe. Yep, yep, hell yeah. But the big boy won, so he did it. Next we had Jack Della Medea and Randy Brown fight. Jack, submission, round one, within two minutes. Quick fight. Yep, just got a position, choked him out. It was fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. And I think he was a Perth boy too. The main prelim fight were the two non-Aussies. We had Josh Emmett. And Yair Rodriguez, both featherweights. So that's Volk's division, main division, right? No one in featherweight can come close to Volk at the moment. Josh Emmett fights the same as Volk, but worse in every single way. And I don't mean bad. He's the number four seed, right? This was for the interim title of Volk's division while he's fighting at lightweight. I have never seen someone do the things that Yair Rodriguez can do in a ring. That man literally glides through the air, flips, land shots. He was electric. Got him in a submission knockout. Fantastic. If they ever release it on YouTube, watch it. It's an awesome fight. It went for like, it ended in round two out of three rounds. Went most of the way into round two. So it's a good 10, 15 minutes. Absolutely fantastic. Josh Emmett did his absolute best. Yair just stood back and frustrated, frustrated him, slipped in. Knocked him out. Well, made him tap. Didn't knock him out. Fantastic. So, Yair Rodriguez is now the light, uh, the featherweight interim champion who will fight Volk when Volk comes back down to decide but who is the champion. We'll get into that later. Okay. And then, the main event. The one we're all keen on. Okay. If you didn't watch the fight and you saw the result, it doesn't do the fight justice. First of all, Volk should have won that fight. There was one judge there who scored it way off compared 49, to 49-46. It was 49-46. Yep. The other two went 48-47. Yep. And he'd done the same thing in a prelim fight as so well, where he scored it way off compared to what everyone else did. Was he watching the same fight? I don't think he was, man. Because Volk came out to I Come From Land Down Under. Oh, fucking beautiful. Everybody sang it. Makachev came out, and the crowd went berserk. Booed, jeered, so much so that Mac had so much security around him, they didn't even let anyone reach out because they were like, they're going to tear him apart. Oh, easily. Here's what I think think went wrong. Makachev has such a scary reputation. He has destroyed every single fighter on the ground ever in lightweight. 
Charles Oliveira, who has had, I think, the most submission wins in UFC lightweight history, got made to look useless on the ground against Makachev. Yeah. Volk is traditionally a striker. So clearly all the prep went to, what are we going to do when he gets on the ground? couple minutes into the first round, he gets taken down. And Volk has never looked more comfortable. Volk made Makachev's ground game look ridiculous. Yes, Islam had top position. But anyone who's trained jiu-jitsu knows this. There's a difference between having top position and having control. Yeah. Yeah, Islam was on top. He was not in control. No. Volk was laying on his stomach with Islam on his back, punching Islam in the face, yeah, doing cool. damage. In one of the in-between rounds, like cool-down periods, right, the coach came across and went, is he strong? Volk is heard on camera saying he's not strong at all. It was awesome. It is the best super fight that I've ever seen. It lived up to the hype. What let it down was one judge not scoring it properly. If that fight went for another 15 seconds, Volk would have had him knocked out cold because Volk was on top doing ground and pound. Yeah. He was going to win it. He probably should have won it. I think he won three of the rounds handedly. Lost the first round, absolutely. Yeah. Because he was just trying to figure out what was going on. I know it's a loss. He's still number one pound for pound in the world. He's maintaining Isn't he tied with Makinchev now? Yeah, but he's still number one. Tied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makinchev couldn't take it off. And the no. question I was going to bring up is, didn't Makinchev take the featherweight off him? Wasn't it champion no. for champion? No. Okay. No, so the way it works in the UFC, boxing, yes, absolutely. If you're a belt holder, pretty much every fight's for the belt, unless it's an exhibition. Yep. In order for Makachev to take the featherweight off him, Makachev must cut two featherweight and beat him in the featherweight division. Okay, okay. So it wasn't a unifying bout. Volkanovski is now competing as a contender in the featherweight. He still maintains his... Oh, in the lightweight, sorry. He still maintains his featherweight title. That's why they put an interim champion because he's gone up a weight division yep. and he still holds it. When he comes back down, they have to unify it. So either Yair or Volk will be the champion. Okay. So that's a fight we got to look forward to. Absolutely. And Makachev, Volk 2. Oh, that's going to be a classic that much. Because there is no way in hell you cannot let them fight again. Volk knows how to beat him. And also, even though Volk technically lost, more damage has been done to Makachev's reputation as a grappler than any damage done to Volk. Every Like Volk's stock's gone up. Everyone's like, holy crap. He held himself so well on the ground against Islam. Oh my God, every time his arm went for this, he had counters. He was able to stand up two or three times from the ground position. Like, it was yep. fantastic. Makachev's reputation is very, very damaged by this. He's now shown that, holy crap, a featherweight can out can beat you on the ground, essentially. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I had a great time. I was devastated when he lost. And for some weird reason... I was so fucking nervous watching it. Like, I genuinely had anxiety watching this fight. Hometown hero, baby. You always got a little bit extra invested. Yep. And it really, if it told me anything, is like, okay, well, Volk can still kill me, but if I bump into Makachev in the pub, I'm going to keep saying some shit. Fair enough. <laughs> I'm going to say some shit. Just tell him that your friend knows Volk. He's coming <laughs> for I know Volk. I nearly tried to fight him by accident one time. <laughs> Smart. But yeah, that's my UFC recap. That's all I got. I mean, I'm just devil I missed the fight. Yeah, I mean, it did sound like a really good fight. I'm, I'm also quite ashamed I missed it, but, you know. 
we'll, we'll be able to see it again. We'll be able to enjoy it. And there'll be history this time. So you know the next time's going to be so much more intense. Oh, hell yeah. However, in good news, I'm sure what you did see was about the 70 pubs around Australia that had punch-ons during the fight that all <laughs> ended up on Facebook. <laughs> Because <laughs> the Australian way, baby. Oh, dude! I just think the fight's literally on, and then the phone spins to the corner, and some dude's on the ground getting punched in the face. Mad. Is it now in Park? <laughs> 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 My local pub. <laughs> God well, damn! Shall we move on to the cricket then, lad? All right. So the second test started. I'm putting my microphone down. I don't know shit about this. Interesting choices so came out wh- today. What's the current score we got at the moment? Let's have a look. I haven't opened up the app in a few hours. I do know fucking Warner smacked his funny bone really hard. It was kind of funny to watch. I just, any excuse to get rid of him at this point, I'll <laughs> take it. I, I mean, even some of the greats are calling for him to be dropped. No do, you wanna, do you want to hazard a guess of what we're on? All right. I imagine we're in doubles. Uh, how long the game had gone for? 30th over. 30th over, I reckon we're two for 48. You know what? You're you're close with the wickets. We're three for 107. Three? Actually, that's not too bad. Warner out for 15. That's not good. Better than anything he's done recently. Kawaja's not out 52. Oh, Barnes yeah. got out for 18. Travis Head is currently out there, not out for 12. Uh, and I don't really want to mention what Steve Smith got without getting hit. Oh, no. It's not going to be good, is it? It's a dark... He oh! got out for a duck. Second ball duck. No. All right, all right. So I, I know the pitch is currently causing a little bit of controversy. Yeah, so it's very spin. It's a spin. Yeah, it's spin. heavily cracked. So do you reckon the fact that we've got three spin bowls and one pace bowler in this test is going to actually be an advantage for us? No. Who, who opens with Cummins? Seriously, who opens with Cummins? He's usually a backup bowler once the ball's been established, so we can actually finally get some good spin on it when you break when you uh, crack on the break. Yeah. So who opens? You've got Cummins, and you, usually when you you open a Test match bowling session, you got your two fast bowlers. Yep. For the first eight overs, first ten overs, you got Cummins at one end, and you got literally no other pace bowler, and not even a part-time pace bowler. Because Stark's not back here. He's not back. No, to the Stark's next not back, test. and Cameron Green wasn't cleared. Yeah, because his fingers still not great. I yeah. mean, because like, Cameron I'm, Green would have been the other opening bowler. Because I know they said, you know, he he's doing tests. They're like he's got tennis balls. It was like forty hours, forty eight hours before the game. Yeah, the man was practicing, but you know, it I, I kind of respect the fact that it's still niggling. He doesn't want to take that chance of risking further. I injury. understand that. However, it is detrimental to our chances right now because we've got Paddy Cummins. Nathan Lyon, Todd Murphy, and Matt Kuhnman got his debut in this one, and he's a leggy. I, I so have got two offies and a leggy. I, I reckon, you know, especially Murphy riding the wave, you know, he's kind of... India have that back thought now that, like, he's got our number. Yeah. It's, it's a pitch for spinners. He knows what he's like, and he's come in. He's had a really good run. His confidence level is going to run high. If he can take out Virat again... Oh, that'd be beautiful. It would just, I think it would put us in a great position. Especially considering the second innings. that we're, we're set up in the Virat Kohli stand. <laughs> I mean, it's just almost necessary at this point. We have to add a little bit of insult to injury to the, know, what they did to us on the first test. But the fact, you know, 103, better than fucking anything we got in the first test. Um, I hate to... Break I mean, you. three for I hate, I hate to do oh, this. Oh, God, no, there was another They're four wicket. for a hundred ah! in, that, in that little period. Was it head? I is can't, it, I'm trying, it's it, not updated yet. I, I reckon it was head. Now it's saying three again. It did say four. All right, second opinion, let's bring it up. 
I'm going to close the app and reopen it. Or I could just open it on KO and have a look. But yeah, yeah it's same four again. But then I go into it and it's Travis. I'm going to open it on KO. I, like, I have a genuine picture. question though. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know we're not playing well. No. But are India playing like very good or are they just beating ah, us? Fuck, it's head. Sorry. No, that's fair. Head for 12. Oh, get fuck. Now Hanscom's out there to get a duck. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Hanscom's out there with Kawaja. What a rip. This test match is a ruin. Is this no, is good. I muted you, you stupid cunt. Like, I just... It's not looking it's, great. It's hard. it's hard being a cricket fan sometimes. Especially overseas when they play in India and it's like, all right, we know we need to spin, but we can't play spin. It's... But you've noticed, especially from our previous test runs, everything that's kind of been going on, it's not hard being an Australian fan, but it's hard being an Australian fan in India because they've got us hook, it's line, and sinker. Subcontinent in general, both Sri Lanka, Pakistan, and India, for some reason, when when we hit those spin-friendly pitches, we just can't play it. Smith is atrocious at playing the spin. You think they'd practice more out at Perth, at least, than they'd start going well on cracked pitches. Yeah. Well, considering the Australian like cricket practice areas in Brisbane... Yeah, they did. They did actually fly out um, pitches from India in a way, so they developed the pitches with the stuff that they use in India to make a spin-friendly pitch to practice on. But there's there's conditions out there. There's as well. conditions that you can't like, you can't you can't um, the dry heat of India. Like you exactly they, the players you can't replicate are not that. Ready for that. sure? Like you know, Kawaja is probably the best example of someone that can go the entire distance out of this. He's you know being. Um, constantly playing in Brisbane. He's got that sticky heat, especially with just, I guess, even as terrible as it sounds, like our batsmen and bowlers come from Sydney and Melbourne and they just, they're not Travis headed like a word because he doesn't come from either of those places. Yeah, but you know what? He's out for four. He's so it doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> He's out for it 12. It doesn't matter anymore. We've got the fuck up. Fucking, where's, um, where's Hanscom from? Melbourne. Yep. And where's Quadra from? He? Brisbane? Pakistan. <laughs> <laughs> Another reason he'd probably be fucking idiot. But like, I'm not wrong. No, but when when you get players who are so used to playing in 17 degree weather that they're just yeah. gonna falter at anything 40 and sunny, I can understand a little bit why they're gonna fault. They don't have the fortitude. They should have done for a it. two week play, uh, two week camp in like Alice Springs or something. Play on that pitch. So you're saying they probably didn't pack the vests. No, they definitely, <laughs> they definitely <laughs> don't pack a vest. Although, Kouage is out there in a long sleeve at the moment because he always bats in one. I don't know how he doesn't die I don't of exhaustion. Know how he like, fucking man, does it. I'd be Warner sweating. was out there. He had the fucking, like, the the compression things on his arms, but he was still in a T-shirt. No fucking padding on his arms, which is why he fucking probably cracked his fucking funny bone. Fuck, it was so funny. Lo- it bounced. He hit it with the low end of his bat, and it towed straight into his fucking elbow. It was kind of funny. <laughs> Poor dude. I mean, what what do you reckon our chances are for this test? You reckon we're going to be two nil? I reckon it'll be one nil with a draw. I reckon we could draw. I reckon we could salvage a draw. You reckon we can hold them out? Because I mean, rain delay ain't going to do shit for us. I know so a rain delay ain't going to do shit, but I don't know. It depends on where we finish today. If we can finish today, still four four down, mm-hmm. or maybe five down, maybe, and it's, that's a big maybe there. We could hold out for a draw. I think. If we're going to end up doing that, we're going to have to keep them low. Like, it doesn't matter if... Well, we haven't seen what the three spin attack is going to do. 
I think, if anything, their main goal is not, you know, it is always going to be to get wickets, but it's going to be more of a length-based thing. Just kind of draw it out, reserve, conserve their energy to make sure they can keep bowling the same holes and just keep hitting the line. We might be able to force India to slow down a little bit, take some of the momentum back off. Well, the interesting thing is, is three of the wickets have fallen to spin, so. Exactly. Like, it just shows that, you know, while we are coming from the deficit here, I guess we can still play to a strength. Actually, no, Shammy got head, so that was a pace ball. So Damn, got Shammy got head on the field? Oh, That's no. pretty good. Why did someone allow that? <laughs> 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 I'm glad we both went for something. We're like, Shammy got head. Good up, Shammy. Yeah, damn, man. That's good for him. Lucky him. Good, because we nearly got really serious then, and I was getting worried. Yeah, you know, <laughs> we, we don't want way serious. too serious. We don't want serious. We want funnies. But no, like, I don't know. I just think playing India in India is such a, a hard test for Australian cricket. We, we haven't won there in quite a while. We get lucky we might salvage a test during the series. But and I mean, it, if, we, if we come back, what, we got England, what, in a couple months? Yeah, it you, you would lose momentum, and I think like even though we're playing, because we're playing here this year. Yeah, we'll play here in the summer. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. we play cricket in Australia during the summer months because there's a no competing sports to play with. It's just so good. Cricket's in, in a league and, of its own, baby. Nothing. And also, like you can't play at all the big grounds during the season because they're all like they've all been ripped up and made AFL pitches. Yeah. Well, Actually, that's the main. That's the main thing. Because na- name me one cricket ground that isn't an AFL pitch in the next nine months. The one in Adelaide. No, that's in, that's the Crows. Oh, the no. Crows. I always forget. And Port Adelaide. They've got two teams. Tasmania. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Blundstone. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm pretty sure Blundstone gets an AFL game. Yeah. Actually, they probably would. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. All right. All right. Real quick though, New Zealand versus England. You've been paying attention to it or what? Because I haven't yep. had much on it. I don't, right. I don't pay attention to cricket unless it's got an Australian in it. I hope the Kiwis beat them. Me too. I mean, the Black Caps go pretty well. You can't go wrong with it. But Actually, the, I, d- I lie. I did pay attention to it. They took, um, who was it? Trent Bolt and... No, I'm it was Tim Southey and the the captain of England out to the beach and they made them roll up their whites and stand on the thing and it looked really awkward. All right, so... Because they were at the beach in their cricket gear. What's this? Day two, session three. So this would be uh, first, first bat by New Zealand. Yep. Um, England were 325 for nine uh, before they declared. Uh, and currently New Zealand are 306. Yes, and this is on day two of the test. So this is going to end up with England winning. Yeah. I'm surprised they declared so soon because they only did 58 overs. And I mean, like, unless they're trying to run out the clock and kind of put the pressure on New Zealand. Huh? There's 82.5 overs for England. It says here 58.2. No, that's how... Okay, that's weird. Yeah. Okay, so so I'm looking at I'm looking at this and it's saying yeah. It, it, oh, it's actually, New Zealand's eighty-two point five overs. Oh, you know what? Yeah, we've read this the wrong way around. New Zealand have just got all out. It's not the. Oh, they have yeah. just <laughs> got all out. Oh, <laughs> we read that the wrong way around. My bad. <laughs> hey, I mean, Jack's just like I don't understand any of this shit. Shit, I was thinking I'm like, why is there no number next? It's just three oh six. Yeah, they got bowled all out, and I'm the one who makes shit up. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I am. I'm that probably That means the worst England, England got to that in fifty-eight overs. Yeah, that's incredible. And then they were just like, "Yeah, we're done." Why did they declare? <laughs> Why not? I guess they want to make get a it challenge. Over. I mean, if you get them all out, you don't go look stupid. It. You don't look stupid if you do it like that. Yeah, I mean, if they'd have got good. if they'd have gone out there and got six hundred and fifty, then you would have looked really dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
But I guess maybe, you know, they're thinking they want to try and make sure they get both innings in and it's not going out for a draw. Maybe maybe there's a threat of rain around. Oh, because there's only two tests, so they'll probably want to go for the both wins. That's fair. It's easier to declare on the first, because you know you've got a bit more time in the fourth and fifth day. Yeah, true. So is that it for cricket? I think so. Yeah, i got nothing else on it. All right, I've got some referee stats from the NRL, speaking of me always bitching about... NRL transition, let's roll. Speaking about me hating on refs, this is is official from... It's called the NRL referee accuracy rate according to NRL data. Okay. In any any play or decision, there is 30 passive decisions per play. 285 play the balls per game. According to this, there's... 8,500 decisions per game made by the referees. Right. And according to the referees, they make five or six errors per game. And I call bullshit. Because I watch referee games. I watch rugby league games. And I'm constantly saying, you missed that offside. You missed that forward pass. Are you blind? (laughs) He's been doing it all day, sir. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> get him on side. Get him on side. I love the classic get him on side. Okay, maybe the data isn't the best because maybe that's five errors that they own up to when they come out and say, like, we made errors. These are the five we made. I do want to talk about forward passing, though. So it's come up a few times over the years because I know some other sports have it. I want to know your gentleman's take on do we have a sensor in the ball to detect its movement? No, not at the moment. We no, don't. I know we don't, but they're talking. They're they should have done that five years ago. Sure, I reckon they shouldn't have. No, they should. They absolutely should have. Because then it, we have definitive proof that I'm right and they throw 16 forward passes that get missed every game. <laughs> I'm worried your crusade, to be correct, doesn't line up with your take on the NBA at the beginning, though. Why? Because you didn't like the call when they went back and had the proof. No, well, no, I didn't. I did like the call that they did that and they went back and they fixed their mistake. You're mistaken. What I don't like is they don't do that when it comes out in the last two-minute report that they fucked over the balls. Right, okay. No, that That's where I draw the line. I'm like, no, you don't fucking get to come out in your day after report and say, yeah, no, we fucked up. All right, no, that's a and very if that, valid if that, point. That continuously happens constantly every game in the NBA this year. If it's a close game, you get the last two-minute report. Oh, there was 16 fouls missed in the last 30 seconds. It's like, for fuck's sake. No, that's fair. Look, I actually agree with your take on that, mate. Like, go back and fix it. If you're going to fix this one, fix that one. See, I have the opposite opinion on the center in the ball. Why? I like the fact that the sport is... And it, maybe it's because I go for a team that sucks, right? Yeah. The You know... NRL has no weight on my emotional well-being through the year because I ain't winning anyway. Work dreads when the Roosters lose. Yeah. Because it ruins Bro, my Bro, we day. do too. Because <laughs> well, it ruins me and Luke's day. I make two shows with you. Yes. And we talk about motorsport. And when the Roosters lose, I'm like, fuck, I wonder how he's going to be. <laughs> We're talking about <laughs> racing. <laughs> I'm like, I wonder how he's going to be. Come in and all the fucking Roosters merch is in the shed. <laughs> Back Max Verstappen hat on top. Fuck this, Jim's I'm watching. I'm watching basketball. Yep. What did you say when we walked in today? Fuck I ain't fucking qu- watching basketball again. It's bullshit. <laughs> it is bullshit. <laughs> um, we should talk a little bit about the preseason. That is going on at the moment. We saw the Dolphins come out for the first time. They ended up in a draw coming on strong against Cowboys. Like, I mean, that's really good momentum going into the start of the season. And Wayne Bennett wasn't there. He was at home. 
I just want to. Maybe point, you didn't do shit. <laughs> I just want to point out. Do you know who's in the lead at the moment for the? Yeah, the roosters. Fucking manly. No, nah, the fucking roosters are leading. No, well, oh, that's they're on top. Wait, no, because manly got the point for the off offloads though. Didn't they not sneak nah. the extra point? No. Nah. Oh, the last time I checked the ladder, it was roosters All top, right. manly uh, second. Let, let me have a look. Um, is it NRL trials ladder? Yeah, I think so. Because yeah, I seen the I seen it come out the other day, and roosters were at top, and I was like, good, stay there. And they're playing with a pretty full-strength side tonight. They're looking good, man. Shit, they did too. Yeah, they managed to get it. I hate to admit it, but... Oh, because of the um, points difference. Literally six points between them. And isn't that funny? Eight o'clock tonight, the Roosters are taking on Manly. Fuck, that's actually (laughs) going to be such a solid game to watch. I'm watching the shit playing in it. Wait, so have Manly decided to go full-strength against the Roosters in this situation then? Let's have a squizzle. So Josh Schuess... No, they have not. They've got Cooper John starting at seven. Oh, bro, don't tell me they've rested all their Travoyevichs again. There's no, no it's Trevo- just Cooper. There's not a. S- oh no, Jake's playing. Okay, no, they got Jake. They didn't have Jake last week. That uh, Ben's in the eighteen. Yep. I cannot recognize. They got Garrick. Oh yeah, Garrick's in five. Fuck, they actually got a pretty solid uh, team. They, they really don't. When it compared to last week, though. They're starting to get some of their stars back, so they're taking okay. it seriously. Do you want me to go through the Roosters team list? And you oh, tell me if I it's fucking st- know the Roosters team list. James Tedesco, <laughs> Daniel Tupo, <laughs> Suwali, Allen, Paulo, Hutchinson, Sam Walker, Lindsay Collins, Brandon Smith. Because if they Lodge, get fucking beat, the Butcher Brothers. Next week. <laughs> Butcher Brothers, Bradley. That's their thirteen. Let him cook. Let him cook. Because <laughs> if he loses next week, we're gonna oh, grill. I'm gonna absolutely. <laughs> Take it to you next week, buddy. Like, I don't give a shit how the Dragons go. I've given them the wooden spoon. Watching them against St. Helens was pathetic and the most boring game I've ever seen. So That's all right. You just play the rabbits at Glen Willow. We beat them last year. At 420. Is it going to be the charity shield? Yes, it is. Oh, let's go, son. And we'll we'll beat him. We'll beat him. Yeah, you've got Sharon in the team. Sharon Woods is one of the most dynamic and impactful forwards 15 years ago. He's He's on the bench. Bro, so are we. Um, <laughs> so are we. It's the fucking name. <laughs> um, there's my shit pun. There you go. I did one. I'm part of the gang now. <laughs> you, um, your shit pun was that chair earlier. But Trailmit's <laughs> <laughs> playing in the fucking rabbit's team, Fuck as, is, as is Cody Walker and every other. Ilias? Is Ilias in there? Ilias, yes. Yeah, they're running full strength. Yo, of course so they are. They want to win the fucking charity. So shield. sorry. I need to go back to the Super Bowl, but it involves the Souths. Oh yeah, was there a South jersey at the Super Bowl? There was a South player. No way on the <laughs> offensive line for the Eagles. Was yes. there a Manly jersey in the stands too? No, they played in what Kansas? Oh, no, no, they, they were played in Arizona. Arizona, yeah, they don't they don't tolerate those rainbows over there, son. All oh, right, my bad. It's <laughs> not a thing. Um, yeah, no, there was like the most ultimate version of the random South jersey. One of their fucking players was there, and credit to him. One, he's a unit. He was massive. And he also got out of the South system. He got out of the South system. He made it. And legend, he put an Aussie flag on his helmet so we could all tell which one he was. Because yeah. like, it's him. Wait, wait, wait. What happened? Remind me. What happened to that other player that went to the NFL? Didn't he um, There's actually rape p- charges against yeah. him? <laughs> There's quite a few Aussies in the NFL. I know. I just wanted to bring a Hayne joke into it. Oh, Fuck Hayne, man. <laughs> he's a piece of shit. So I don't have high hopes for any Australian over the US because if, uh, if you can over there, kick it, lost. if you can kick it, you're going to do really well in the NFL. They do. However, 
Big boot Burton NFL win. Oh man, yeah. they were talking about scouting him for it. Like literally, yeah. actually, yeah. They it is. He do well as a punter. He would, but like, I mean, if I was Matt Burton, which I'm not, but I would sign to the NFL for one year. Why? Because you make three million dollars. Yep. To and kick the, a ball, and then come back and play for the doggies for the Don't rest get of my career. Sponsorships too, like fucking yeah. get put on some sort of sports beer ad. Yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? Do it for a year, bro. Set yourself up for the rest of your grandchildren's lives, then come back, play NRL for a few years. Nah, man, I'd just go over there and play for the rest of my life. Yeah, you can play to your 40. live in America, though. Yeah, but if you're in a nice place. No, no, but you're still in the US. And there goes the last of our US audience. Goodbye. Nah, there'll be a few <laughs> over there like, those guys are pretty funny. Um, other things from the NRL. I thought Dragons against St. Helens, we did better than I expected, which wasn't good. Yeah, you blew up the chat a bit about how terrible they were playing. I mean, I, look. He had six beers and he was like, man, I don't have two more. I, well, Embi's not a half. No, he's not. But he's a great utility. So, I mean, he, he just works to slot in some places where we need him. He does, but not during. number seven. <laughs> he uh, should yeah, slot yeah. into seven. Look, we looked okay. There was also the um, Indigenous All-Stars game. In Maoris versus Indigenous yeah, Australians. I did, I did Indigenous watch that. One. Indigenous it, was, it was a good game. Did really well. It was a very competitive game. And Sloan did well on the wing. We're playing him at fullback. Hopefully he does well. I like Sloan. I think he's a great kid. Everything anyone's ever said about him is lovely. And we've got mates who like went to school with him. I really want him to do well this year. But yeah, no, Dragons... No good. The St. Helens jersey looked terrible. But yeah, I didn't watch a huge amount. I've been trying to watch the preseason games through the week. I normally play video games, hop into bed, put the game on. But because I take sleep medication, I always fall asleep after the first 20 minutes. So I've watched the start of the Cowboys and Dolphins four times this week. Must be the most exciting 20 minutes of your life. It's brilliant. And I just conk out. Um, And yeah, that that's kind of it. But I'm watching... The footy when we go home tonight. Yeah, man. Straight to it. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be fantastic. And then what? We're having two weeks off and then the footy's back on full yeah. time. Two weeks. Is it? I yeah. thought, oh, yeah. It's definitely not next week. It's the start of March. So yeah. yeah. So two weeks off and then the uh, NRL's back full time. It's not March. It'd be, yeah, not, it'd it's be like what? Next, like, Saturday week. Yeah. Yeah, literally, it's like the 3rd of March, isn't it? So yeah. yeah it's 14, literally, yeah, next 14 week, days. there's nothing, and then the week after this. Why are you guys both so convinced I'm wrong about things? <laughs> I nailed that. Everything. I nailed that. No, you nailed it for round two. You didn't round, nail it for round one. Round one doesn't count anyway. Fuck you, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, that's the only one where I actually feel like we might still be the premiers. So round one's our biggest round. Do you know what shits me so much about the Dragons? Everyone's like, you're the main premiers. We haven't been for the last 10 years either, bitch. <laughs> We've just been shit the whole year. Except for the Charity Shield and Anzac Day last year. Absolutely goaded. Best players I've ever seen. Yep. It's all right. We going this year again? Or? We'll I don't know. To. Is Andy going to let us come back with him after what yeah. happened last time? Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's at Allianz. I want you to see what Allianz is like. I want to go to Allianz. I really want to go to It is such a good stadium. I love it so much. Like, I look what, what's the, the atmosphere like? Because I haven't, I haven't even so seen past it. Have you, been, have you been to a game at Bank West? Wait, which one's Bank West? Is that Car- Para? Para. No, I haven't been to Paris. Okay, so realistically, you're really close to the ground. Like, you feel closer than you're actually seated. So, like a, like a Coliseum sort of... Sort of in That's going to be fantastic for the 17 Rooster fans who show up to the games. Hey, man, they sold b- both games out last year. 
that they played there. And the one Rabbits fan. <laughs> There's always one, man. Dude, well, like, they played the Rabbits in both the fucking games. There was a few there. Well, not not to derail this, but I just want to say when I went to the Sixers v Thunder game, I want you to guess how many Manly and Rabbits jerseys I saw. Most of no one was wearing cricket gear. Everyone was wearing NRL gear. Five each. And I swear <laughs> to God, it was like they fucking multiplied. It Wait, was the weirdest shit in the world. Manly jerseys made it over the bridge? Yeah, for some reason. They decided That's they weird. actually wanted to go like, south of... What? Why, why would they leave over the bridge? That's not safe for them. <laughs> it shouldn't be. Um... So I think, gentlemen, that's going to do us for this week. We don't want to sit here talking for an hour and a half. No. I mean, I could sit here talking for an hour after you guys. I could quite enjoy your company. I enjoy your company too, but we've got no more sport to watch because we're a sports show who all decided collectively not to watch any sport this week. That's true. There just wasn't much exciting things on. Well, no, I watched every Bulls game this week and I turned it off at about the halfway mark. (laughs) Because we blew massive leads. Taking one out of Jack's book over here or what? You're... I want to see your stats on games started percentage of games finished because I reckon you're under 50% of sports games no, started. No, I, I think I'm about 70%. I will stick through most things unless I really feel jaded. <laughs> yeah, once I'm kind of in it, I just stay to the end at that point. I've already invested a little there, bit There will it. be things thrown on the ground. There will be shit thrown. You can go upstairs and ask my girlfriend about how bad it is. No, bro, we know. We, used <laughs> we to live with you. you. <laughs> Remember, you were right it's above the worse. lounge room. It got worse. <laughs> <laughs> we lived with you, my man. I remember the stomping, the slamming. Dude. What was better was when Luke was there as well because it was no. double. Oh, <laughs> no, dude. You two together were if worse. If you guys lost a game together, here's what happened. No one was allowed to ha- enjoy their day anymore. That was the first rule. I was like, all right, everyone in this house, all seven of us. Fucking miserable. None of you are allowed to have fun anymore. No one turn the TV on and everyone go sit in their rooms and think about <laughs> what they've done, which was, shit, man, we watched a game of footy. We're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget those refs once again. Fucking tooth on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have not oh, threatened to kill one yet. One. Oh, fuck, I'm going <laughs> to... You Thank you, you very much for listening. <laughs> Bye. Stop the button. So now you're going to wrap it up? Yep. Yep. I'm happy with that. See you next week. All right. (laughs) Motherfuckers. Hello again. This is a note from the editor. Once again, Jack has abruptly ended the podcast and not plugged anything. So I thought I'd come in and give a quick two-minute wrap-up of what's happened over the past weekend because the World Club Challenge, the Charity Shield, and, of course, the Roosters-Seagulls match have happened in the last... 48 hours. First of all, Joshy is going to rip shreds through me on the podcast next week. So let's just get this out there right now. It's preseason. No one cares about that, realistically. Yeah, Chooks had a full-strength lineup. They're still gelling together. I'm going to sound like a jaded fan. Not not fussed that they lost in the preseason. Championships aren't won in the preseason. At the end of the day, when it comes down to the grand final, or at least the final four, Roosters will most likely be there. Dragons won't. Speaking of the Dragons, they played the Charity Shield against the Rabbitohs yesterday and they lost convincingly 42-24. to So, I don't know, 28-16, 42-24, what's, what's the bigger loss? Josh will tell you next week that it's mine, but it's not. It's preseason. And finally, last night, the World Club Challenge happened in an absolute belter of a match between the St. Helens team and the Penrith Panthers. And I'm happy to say that the Penrith Panthers lost in Golden Point by one point, 13-12. It was a classic match. So, yeah, 
Barn Berlter. Absolutely love seeing Penrith lose. So if you made it this far, thank you very much. We appreciate any support that you can give us. If you want to follow us, please follow us at Instagram on at Bums on the Bench. Follow us on Twitter at Bums on the Bench. Or follow us on Facebook at Bums on the Bench. Share the share the pages around. Get the likes up. Get the follows up. If you want to go to our website, should be up by the end of this, but it's uh, www.formulabums.com forward slash Bums on the Bench. I'm not paying for two websites. I'm just going to add it to the other one. Anyway, take it easy, guys. We'll see you next week.